0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting it through the years. I do appreciate it. This has been a brutal stock market for the month of March. It's one to forget or one to learn from. Hopefully, we're learning. Um, if you've had exposure to anything, you've probably lost value. I know you're saying, "How about my home?" Yeah, that's probably lost value too. The sad truth of it is, is it's not published every day in the white. Uh, I was going to say the white pages. I was trying to say newspaper business section, but you get the idea. Because you're like, business section, newspaper? What do you speak of? For a lot of millennials, they, I, I grew up having a newspaper delivered. And it was like one of those things you always considered. When you're 22, 23, do you like get the New York Times for a dollar a month or not? Like, whoa. So anyhow, and anyway, um, this is going to be a different bear market correction recession than the one in 2007, 2009. It's going to be a different one than all of them. This is going to be a services-led recession. And what's surreal about it is we're being told to do it, whether for health reasons. That's probably the correct way uh, of looking at it, of cutting down the costs of lives and stress financially as well as physical space on hospitals. We're being told to stay at home. Don't spend money. But, Mr. President, I want to go spend $10,000 in Hawaii and pay for an expensive steak, $50. No, stay at home. But, Mr. President, I want to go to Disneyland. No, stay at home. Wrong, And that's all economic activity that we're kind of putting ourselves into a self-induced coma. Now, sometimes when you're in a car crash and your brain gets hit and your brain's starting to expand, the doctor's like, put him in a self-induced coma. To save his life. (laughs) Oh, I hate that sound effect. Because people are driving right now and someone just flinched. Anyhow, um, I like what I'm seeing right now. I think we've gone from a correction to a bear market. I like that when I go out on the streets, people aren't like running around with shotguns killing each other. I like that we're not hoarding gold and toilet paper. Wait, Wait, we're holding toilet paper? I'm down to my last 50 rolls. I was at 58 earlier this week. Where did they go? Eight rolls in one week. Let's do the math. I've got about six weeks left unless I start eating a little bit less. You know, again, keep in mind, that's also a sign that the market's putting in the bottom when our jokes are about, are we going to survive? And do we have enough toilet paper? Because I've often said that if you don't put 15% of your money into the stock market each year, every year, for the next 40 years while you're from age 20 to 60, you're crazy. Because you need to save up a nest egg to last from age 60 to 100. And when you're 65 and you got arthritis and you got glaucoma, you're going to be listening to the show, Rob Black and you got glaucoma. When you're 65 and you got glaucoma and can't go to work, you'll be like, I wish I would have saved more when I was 20 to 60. But don't you remember that terrible stock market? Aren't you glad you weren't involved that March 2020? No, oh, I wish I would save more money. We've gone through wildfires. We've gone through corrections. We've gone through recessions. We've gone through world wars. We've gone through nuclear strikes. We've gone through presidents getting assassinated. We've gone through high oil. We've gone through low oil. We've gone through nuclear threats from South Korea, North Korea. South Korea. Samsung. We do not like Apple. We blow up America. No, you're our friend, South Korea. I know you're saying, what's going on inside your head? Oil's having a big up day. You know why? Because oil's been smacked around and beaten up like a redheaded stepchild. Wait, wait, I'm not allowed to talk about redheaded stepchild? <sighs> Oil has been beaten up and smacked around like my first what No, 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 don't say that. Oil has been beaten up and smacked around like the stock market has really punished it. Like a rented donkey. Behave yourself. OK, well, no donkeys are complaining, so I'm allowed to say it. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker just complained. You now Sarah Jessica is the horse and the donkey is um, Suze Orman. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: They're
1: just characters in my head. Uh, they don't represent real people. What is the bad.
2: matter with you?
1: S&P 500 up 6%, Dow up 7%, NASDAQ up 5%. Today we play a game called Waiting on Congress. Tomorrow we go lower if Congress doesn't get something done. At least a handshake restaurants are closed, and they're getting hit hard. I talked to CFP Chad Burton in the 7 o'clock hour, and one of the things he said is this is a, a recession on small cap on, on small businesses. And I, I, I likely agree. At newfocusfinancial.com, part of the way they make money is you know, the value of stock prices, and part of the way they hire people is the value of stock prices and how many clients they have, and there's kind of a math thing. Small businesses are going to get hit hard, whether it's a financial services company, whether it's a mortgage company, Mortgage companies are, are winners right now, and strangely, they may be a winner next time around when you, what you're going to find out is, like Warren Buffett said, when you know, the water recedes, when the tide goes out, we see who wasn't wearing a bathing suit. And part of it's going to be a lot of people who bought real estate in the last couple years. Do you want to hear my nightmare scenario that I smoked the, the, the purple vapor of the real estate industry and was like, I should get 10 rentals? Do you know what renters are allowed to do right now? (laughs) I can't pay.
0: I can't pay. I was like, ah, ah, ah.
1: Now, as a small business, if I own 10 rentals, what am I going to do? We don't have the answer to that side. Now, if it's a big corporation, it's easy. But if you're a small mom and pop guy who went out and bought 10 houses, put it in renters, these are the scenarios that kill you and put you out of business a friend of mine her dad you know did that same thing through the 2000s he kept buying house after house after house the 2007 2009 basically a housing recession and a lending recession happened and um he lost everything ultimately has a heart attack and dies so don't tell me the real estate is your best investment you ever made it's the best liability you ever made in good times but it's horrible when renters are allowed to say i don't want to pay Tesla's up 58 bucks today. Trade-o the day, up 13%. Chevron's up 14%. So yesterday, if you listen to the show and I said, Congress is going to get a deal done. If they don't, it's going to be trouble. Stock sold off. That was a buying opportunity. Same thing if it happens today. It's a trading market like within minutes right now. And once the government gets together some sort of stimulus plan, it'll be less of a trading market. It'll be more of a known market. Then we have to start dealing with earnings cuts and other things coming down the road. We're not in a recession yet. We're about to be. We're probably experiencing it, but statistics aren't out there yet. They will be. And again, am I trying to get you fearful or greedy? No, I'm just trying to get you smart. I'm trying to get you calm. I'm trying to get you to focus on the stuff. If you don't have a CFP, contact New Focus Financial. Get a CFP. The people I feel bad for, and I told this on a television interview yesterday, are the people who are 55 years old and doing it on their own, and they thought they were all cool and like, I got this. Now they're scrambling. Having a plan is way better than not having a plan. This segment brought to you by the do not domestically abuse your donkey. Okay, it's not. Trying to bring a little bit of levity on why the oil stocks got beaten up so bad and why they're the first rebound so big. Apple's not up 12% oil is i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more find me online at rob
0: want the podcast with music find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to rob black's twitter his handle is at rob black show listen to rob black and your money weekday mornings 7 to 9 on am 1220 kdow we're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. A little sting bringing us back. How cool is he? What a voice. Gordon Matthews, Thomas Sumner. Um, his spouse is named Trudy. I don't know about you, but Trudy I could deal with, but a Trixie I couldn't deal with. Trixie sounds like a lot more work than a Trudy. But what a cool dude. He's been married to her forever. Marriages are expensive when you end them. It's one of the things CFP, Chad, Burton and myself talk about is the big things in life that we really mess up. Sometimes we buy too much house. Sometimes we buy too much car. And sometimes we get married too often. Those are things that are going to hit you financially hard. Going through a stock market correction, it's not bad. Through a bear market, not bad if you have time bad if you don't have time. So, I had a marriage that lasted under a year, and for me it, it was fine, because it wasn't financially devastating. Uh, when it ended, it ended, and we both knew that. <laughs> and it ended in under a year? Because I'm not going to say, because I don't want to get sued. But it wasn't me. Um, but it wasn't financially bad. It was $5,000. We got a mediator, and they're like, you know, what's really fascinating. And I don't know if you know this, but mediators in hospitals right now are like going really gung ho on protecting women. Um, my spouse had a surgical thing done recently that was eh, just getting older. Put a camera up your tushy kind of thing. Ugh, I wasn't supposed to say that on air. Uh, Clonoscopy. Oh, no. Um. <clears throat> flushing of the system so to speak it's it was a fun 72 hours but for a colonoscopy the doctor said numerous times um you know is are you at a safe place at your home i'm like how is a colonoscopy about you know domestic violence and i get and like when you're washing your hands in a hospital they're like um are you a victim of domestic abuse and i'm like i'm on a men's like what's going on why are your hospitals i didn't know it's a new thing um i guess they're our first point of contact if there is like violence or something along those lines. But it was even interesting, like, when you go to pick them up and put them in a car because they're all drugged up, they're like, what's your name? And, like, is there a right answer? Like, am I allowed to say, like, anything, can it be funny? I'm like, don't be funny, don't be funny. Um, Pretty hardcore. U.S. economy is contracting at a 5% rate right now. We're going to hit a recession. There's going to be some bad headlines, but the stock market's up. Up, 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 Sammy Hagar, oh, higher and hiya. India is going to go under total virus lockdown. Now, here's a thing for you, and I'll be honest with you. Two, three months ago, when coronavirus was all about China, I was like, "Our healthcare system is better than theirs. We're clean. We we clean our restaurants. We don't eat bats. We'll be okay." And that's not exactly how it played out. Am I upset I didn't sell at it? So up the top? No. Keep in mind, at the end of last year, I said on this air, I've rebalanced a little bit for more value because we had such a great run in the stock market for nine years. And then it turned 10 years. So I'm like, I should never have rebalanced. Whoa, is me. Everyone's going to be richer than me. Market was melting up every day. And then it wasn't. I'm like, thank God I rebalanced. Stocks are flying high as Wall Street has. It's got high hopes. Right? Right? A little orphan Annie. Oh, You want to torture me, make me watch any Little Orphan Annie in the last 60 years. It could be the original, it could be the Jamie Foxx remake, any of it, it's all bad. My dad grew up in an orphanage, and guess what? He wasn't a redhead, but he never got adopted. His sister did. How sad. His brother did. How sad. Um, The stock market right now. The Fed's response to the current crisis is vastly different. It's similar to 2006, 2008, when we had a financial crisis and banks imploding. We don't have that right now because we learned a lesson. And right now, we're exceeding it. If you remember back 2006, 2008, it was a very slow response. It was painful to get the Fed to cut rates and then to start buying assets, then do taxes and asset purchases and... Yeah. It, was, it was maddening because we're like we know what needs to be done now do it come on do it do it we're waiting and they did not do it and then they did do it and like this one the fed had a meeting a couple weeks ago they're like you know what we don't need to lower interest rates and then over that weekend they're like we, we need to lower interest rates they're moving fast they're, they're buying assets they're doing a pretty good job of saving jobs. Now, what do you want? Saving jobs or bailouts or no bailouts and saving jobs or bad economy and like layoffs? There's no right answers. And I I can, almost can't look at Facebook right now because people are being so ignorant like don't bail out big companies. I'm like bail them out, just just get some leverage from them. Bail them out. If you're going to print money for people to have a $1500 check for just being an American, bail out the big companies and save jobs too. If you're going to be printing checks, print them. But with at least the big corporations, you could say, if you fire people or buy back shares, eh, or we take over your airplanes, or we take over whatever collateral you give us. Chevron CEO said something that just makes me mind crazy. Chevron CEO said, we can use debt and asset sales to protect our dividends. So they could say, let's sell off our gas pipeline, or let's sell off our oil work that we're doing in Kazaka mania, Stan. To pay the dividend I love the dividend but they're not do, they're not they're not refreshing the dividend with profits they're refreshing it with selling off assets and taking on more debt that is not a formula for long-term success Big up day on the markets today a little sigh of relief let's see if we can get a congressional plan through otherwise this will disappear in the short term I'm Rob Black We'll build a case we'll talk every day find me online at Rob Black's show at newfocusfinancial.com.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. Stock markets open strong today. It's, to be fair, it's been a pretty rough month, and there's going to be some dead cap bounces. There's going to be some snapback rallies. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. This correction is a, unlike any correction that you and I have ever seen. It went from a correction to a bear market super fast. How are you, Mr. Burton?
2: Doing well, Rob.
1: How about you? Doing well. I could be doing better uh, financially speaking, yeah. but health wise, exactly. I only have a light cough, little fever, and I'm fatigued. But I don't think I got COVID. Whoa! <laughs> 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 you just described every symptom of COVID. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm trying to be yeah. light. But anyway, how you feeling, Chad? About the markets? What do you, what do you like? What do you dislike?
2: Ah, uh, gosh! What I like? What I dislike? Well, I mean, let's first talk about this correction and you know the way it feels versus 2008 or 2009. And you know, I, I tell people we will go through something like 2008 and 2009 again, but um, you know it was is relatively soon in the world of history. You know, bear markets are fairly common every five to seven years. You have a correction. You tend to get a 20 to 30 percent decline in stocks. But this came along with this black swan issue, um, which basically revealed some credit issues that are out there, especially in the oil industry and some of the high-yield industry. And um, the thing that that I I just want to point out is that what's different is during the, the Great Recession, when there was this real estate boom, and basically if you could fog a mirror, you could do a mortgage, there was this whole bad debt along with really bad over leveraged products like the CDOs and things like that that just blew up and was really a systemic issue versus right now the whole world is just is shutting down China's starting to come out of it but everywhere else is just kind of shutting down and' you know we're seeing as this, this Package that comes through Congress that the stimulus bill will be bigger than 2008 and 2009 because what this is is really a disaster for smaller businesses. Most of the bigger companies, um, and the majority of the companies that are out there on the the stock exchanges, um, will be able to weather the storm. They might have to, you know, suspend buybacks and cut dividends in some cases, but. They'll make it through. What's going to be tough is the small business owners, and that's sad. But this, the package should help that, because it's kind of like, if you think about the financial system, if, if everything just stops for a while, in other words, you're not going to have to pay rent or leases, or you can't, so the banks then aren't going to you know, charge massive penalties and start foreclosing an eviction. It's almost like we're going to look back at this in five or ten years and look at this as like a gap in time of the financial markets, where things just shut down um so and that's painful and quicker than the great recession but it it's you know i think we'll come out of this in the end just fine and there was a guy uh neil duda head of economics um at renaissance renaissance macro research he said obviously the second quarter is not going to be pretty part of this is the result of a deliberate policy choice shutting down our entire economy is necessary to stop the spread of the virus markets have priced in the sudden stop scenario basically, Rob, what he goes on to say is that he'll probably see the worst one or two quarter period in history, followed by the best one or two period, um, a quarter in history within somewhere between 12 and 24 months. And that's what I think, too, that, I mean, the the economic data that's going to come out is going to be awful. We're starting to see it, the PMI numbers today, but we all kind of know that. And most of it will rebound and come back. And it's just gotta be packages that help small business owners to get through this period of time where, you know, and, and people that within a month will be saying, Okay, how do I pay for food? That's that's the the problem is how we all get through this together in the short term, but everything else will will rebound in the end and this package that needs to come out of Congress needs to come out soon. These guys need to just quit screwing around.
1: So value, dipping your toes in, is there anything that's attractive? Apple's well off its high, Nike's well off its high, Disney, you know, the big blue chip names, are you looking at bonds, are you looking at small caps? What's showing up as value, Mr. Burton?
2: What's really weird is that in the last two weeks, I just got excited, uh, really in the last week, about certain types of bonds, Okay. where before it was like, let's uncover all of the stocks and the asset classes that have fallen too far. In bonds, it's crazy. In the last week or two, the more aggressive California tax-free bond funds are down, like, 11% because of the credit issues that were going on, and now the feds came in and back-stopped all that. Um, So... It's actually a, a, a decent time to begin to dip into that area too, because when you get bond funds that are down 11, it, it was a good. This, today is a good example of why some people hit that risk tolerance level where, oh my gosh, I got to sell and I got to get out. And now they're missing out on one of the best trading days of the entire you know last couple of years in terms of up days. And when the bond market is going down along with the stock market, you can tell things are not working properly and it's a horrible time to do massive amounts of selling. Right now is a horrible time to do massive amounts of selling on your tax-free bond funds or any kind of aggressive bond funds because there's no bids out there, Rob. So people need to really be careful, I think, and be patient there. If anything, um, the value that's shaping up in high-yield bonds and convertible bonds is not anything that I've seen since 2009 when they were pretty attractive. In fact, there's a spread now the spread that occurred between high yield bonds and the government treasuries was 1000 right and so in the any time that i was talking with blackrock and any time that that number has been over 900 900 or over people have not lost money in high yield bonds in the last in the following 12 months now you know past performance is not You know, predictor of the future or anything like that, so this is not advice or anything like that. I think the issue is is that if you own that kind of stuff, I wouldn't get freaked out about it. Um, The Fed's coming in and backstopping it. The other thing um, in terms of stocks, mid-cap stocks, small-cap stocks, and dividend-achiever-style ETFs and stocks have already fallen 75% as much as they did from October 2007 to March 2009 in one month. Wow. In one month, 75% of the decline.
1: I know. So, I was looking at oil stocks and transports down 50%. I'm like, that's a pretty good drop. We're all, we
2: all find something to look at, right? Yeah. And to, to me, if you're an investor and your time frame should be five to ten years out, that's you know big deal if it falls as much as it did in 07.09. You're still getting it on a massive discount if you're thinking about your, your future. So, you know, if you're... It's starting to be time to rebalance portfolios, so looking for, if you have extra cash, then you're in good shape, right? If you have bonds that you're going to have to sell in order to buy stocks, you really got to target the higher quality, shorter term government bonds that have still held their value, but give it a week or two, because this last week, Rob, we saw ETFs pull back, or the last two weeks, like LQD and TLT and all these ETFs because of the credit markets just stopping working properly by 7 8%. And that doesn't make any sense. So just be a little bit patient when it comes to trimming bonds to get into those stocks, but have a plan and start creating that plan.
1: I get a lot of emails from seniors who are on income, and they're like, why are my munis down? And I think you just explained it, where banks are selling them to raise cash and kind of not a good
2: time to be selling, per se. But real quick question, yeah. Chad. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, I look at some actively managed, because when it comes to bonds, I like actively managed mutual funds. Uh-huh. And this recent downturn in some of the bond ETFs shows why. You just don't. You don't get that craziness in in the actively managed funds. But now I'm looking at some of the ETFs that replicate some of the actively managed funds that I I use. And um, the ETFs have fallen like 3% more in value. And so, if you need to do a tax-loss swap in order to harvest some losses and stay invested, that's something that you could look at. Because that's what we've been doing with portfolios, is tax-loss harvesting. I've got clients that will probably not pay capital gains again for years. So, actively do tax-loss. Look at your portfolio and your taxable accounts. If you have something that's at a loss, you can sell it by something uh, that you like better for at least 31 days before you go back into it. Sure. Once you sell it, you cannot buy it in any other account, um, but you know if you don 't have any gains this year because it 's been a bad year in the market that 's okay. You can carry them forward indefinitely until you can use them when you sell other stocks other real estate, your business, maybe you sold a piece of real estate earlier in the year and you need to harvest losses to offset that it's it 's a very important part of uh, planning so we 've been doing you know tax loss harvesting. I've been rebalancing in around 2% increments when I can, when people have extra cash. So, if a portfolio has a goal of 60% in stocks, and it's more than 10% off of that, so it's gone from 60 down to 54%, then I'm starting to ease back in at 2% increments to get that equity weighting back up. Uh, reviewing all my stocks for payout capabilities in terms of their dividend, what's their payout ratio, what's their free cash flow look like, how much cash do they have on their balance sheets, and, again, just researching the high-yield bond and conservative bond space. Um, and you want to know what's crazy? is Since February, this, this decline, emerging markets and international developed Uh, funds have fared better than the S&P 500 and definitely better than small and mid-cap. So if you own that stuff, that might be a source where you could look at selling some of your EM and international to buy some small and mid-cap in terms of uh, getting some rebalancing going if you don't have any bonds or cash.
1: So, Chad, we're almost out of time. I was going to be asking you how you're doing through all of this, but I called you the other night and you were watching a movie. So it's good to see your mental health is there and you're not stressed, but... 60 seconds to give yourself a quick plug or any final thoughts.
2: Yeah, this is a time where financial planning and really redoing your portfolio is important. So we're redoing portfolios, looking at Roth conversions, because you can take money from an IRA to a Roth It's 30% lower. You're going to pay lower taxes this year because your income might be lower. Uh, but taxes are extended, but uh, get your IRAs funded now. Um, refi your home or trim some bonds that have gone up in value to pay off your home potentially if you're close to retirement you don't have that three years of cash that I've always preaching and you're kind of screwed yourself up you might consider accelerating social security instead of putting it off and spending less until we recover so get your financial plan redone um, so you can get on the right track here
1: you can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a great podcast there. You can reach him at the time during stress by going to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And you can listen to him Monday through Fridays here on KDOW from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. That's CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com.
0: Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Welcome to Rob Black and Your Cadillacs, a show dedicated to teaching you all about cars, 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 and the best ones out there, Cadillacs. Nah, this is Rob Black and your money, and I'll try not to talk healthcare and wash your hands and surgeon general stuff, and I'll try not to get too preachy with you. We talk politics, and I don't have you know the way I vote, and I hope you don't because I think I'm kind of vague about it because I don't want to be that preachy McPreachy person. Um, I would say that Wall Street tends to like kind of a divided Congress. The less Wall Street, the less Congress you get done, the more Wall Street likes. We don't want too much debt in the United States, but we also don't want contraction. And right now, our government's weighing a proposal to spend a lot of money, i.e. create a lot of debt. And you probably remember the 1970s, there was a commercial that had a American Indian chief looking down and crying, and you just see a really slow, it's a 30-second buildup of a tear rolling down his eye, and it's it's got heartfelt music, and it's killing me. And then he sees, like the trash piles that Americans are creating and the the factory pollutions. I kind of have that same exact tear rolling down my eye when it looks at debt, but that's okay. I prefer that we keep America employed. I don't know if the way we do it's always the best. Send people checks. Is that as good as invest in roads? I don't know. When you get a crazy dictator like Kim Jong-un who's threatening to throw nuclear bombs around, Spending on the military seems to make sense, because if he throws a nuclear bomb and it hits San Francisco or Los Angeles, it would crush a lot of jobs. So I think a lot of our American spending should be about jobs. I know you're saying, that's a stretch. And maybe it is. Yesterday, stocks slumped after the latest stimulus deal fell through. Um, I think Congress kind of ran through two, through at least two procedural votes yesterday, and then they said, screw it, we give up, we'll come back on Friday. Well, they've already started talking about it again because Wall Street didn't like that response. And as the market was trying to rally, it collapsed yesterday because the government couldn't get something done. Get her done. That's what we need. We need that redneck, uh, blue-collar comedian guy. What's his name? Larry the Cable Guy. Who's you know? He's really funny right now because he got mad at uh, the Gal Gadot and seeing uh, Imagine there's no having the John Lennon song. So she's singing that and all these celebrities take different verses. And Larry, the cable guy got mad at her and he's like, you're a little bit idealist. Like you, you, you're idealist. Like you, you, there's people hurting out there and you're talking about like, uh, you know, you should be talking about jobs. He's, he's attacking her blue collar style. Right. Only problem is that's a fake accent. He talks like this in his normal voice. But when he's Larry the Cable Guy Probably character, he's like all crazy you know pit bull bulldog kind of thing. Netflix market cap is past Disney amidst the stay at home. I am interested to see if we create a baby boom out of this. Um I honestly haven't seen real people. Like real people in a long time it feels like. I see my family. And I see people on computer screens. And that feels like about it. Shares of new homes in the United States fell. Sales of homes fell in February after surging the prior month. Economic data is about to get bad, in my opinion, with unemployment. I've seen just too many people lose their jobs quickly. Uh, restaurant industry, hotel, leisure industry. Quickly, quickly. And that's not, it. wait till Boeing starts doing it. Wait till United cuts people. And for all of you people out there who think bailing out United and Delta is a bad idea, then you're supporting the idea that they're going to fire 160,000 people or up to 160,000 people. I like the idea of a bailout that's a loan. Airlines don't like that. The United States government saying we want your planes as collateral. I'm good if you want to save them at that on those terms. I could see uh, Donald Trump getting all of United's planes and a deal where they can't pay back the debt, and then Trump has a a fleet of like 70, 747s, 60, 767s, a couple of 787s. And what would the government do with that?
0: Hmm. We're moving things along or we're moving up along fast.
1: Okay, gold, I have to hit this. Um, in the last couple of weeks, people have reached out to me. You okay with the stock market down? You okay with the stock market down? I don't want to kill yourself. You okay with the stock market down? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Um, but a lot of people get scared at times like this. And I just heard, you know, you're going to hear commercials for gold on radio, on television. You may hear them in podcasts.
0: That's gold, Jerry. Gold!
1: And it's not a good thing. Uh, In a commercial I recently heard, the guy goes, stocks are all over the place. You think they're going up, they're going down. You should buy gold. The problem is, and I don't disagree with him. I just don't want to buy his gold. He wants to sell me something that he's going to mark up 30%. So I can't make money on that. When you buy stocks, you're not paying a markup anymore. It's free to buy them. There's no markup. When you sell a stock right now, it's free. Commission-free trading is here. It's the 21st century. In gold, it's a 30% markup to buy, 30% markup to sell. So you would need gold to more than double more than double to even get close to the time and effort. I like gold jewelry. I don't like gold stocks. Well, okay, if you're an old girl, if you're going to own gold, you would want to own it through a stock like a GLD, because there's no commission to buy and sell. You don't need to go out and buy an ounce of gold or have a gold bar in your house. I wonder how much, how many gold bars are in U.S. dumps around, around the world, where people bought it, no one knew it was there. House gets destroyed and after mom and dad die and their gold bars go with them. Why don't people talk, I got gold bars, but they don't. It's the whole weird thing about gold is it's kind of, it plays into a crowd of, of fear. I'm Rob Black talking all things financially. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, at Rob Black Show.